0: This podcast is meant for a mature adult audience. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Hey everybody, it is Jill Urchak. You are listening to On a Quest Paranormal my favorite thing to record all the time, I get all different sorts of guests about anything that's supernatural and unexplained, because let's face it, the reality we live in is boring. Let's talk about things we we don't really see or hear that often. And I was lucky enough to stumble upon, I'll just call him Gary from one of the northern suburbs. I won't give you his social security or anything. I don't know it, but don't worry about it. Uh, Gary, welcome to the show.
0: Hi, thank you.
1: Oh, no, thank you. I'm super excited. When I, when I put this out on fa- Facebook, I was just asking if anybody had any stories, and I actually had a lot of responses, some of them quite creepy, I'll be honest with you, that were like, um, yeah, thanks for playing. <laughs> I mean, some of them that were even too weird for me, and I, I, I don't want to judge anybody, but I'm like, yeah, you just go back to your uh, mushroom over there, buddy. But um, <laughs> no, yours was definitely definitely something I want to talk about. It was about a place that you worked uh, a downtown restaurant, and what happened? Just, just go with it.
0: Okay. Well, one night at work, uh, my coworker and I, we were listening to Art Bell, of all people.
1: Can you say who and Art Bell is for people that don't know?
0: I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> Art Bell was a paranormal, paranormal ghost hunter. Uh, you know kinda of just would talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, Area fifty one themes right. and just strange happenings in the uh paranormal okay. world, I guess. With UFOs too.
1: Okay.
0: So one night he had a uh I guess it was a ghost hunter or whatever on the air and we we're working and we we're listening to his story and everything. Well, it was the Dead of Winter and up on our and the restaurant was our bakery area, and our windows to the bakery are hinged at the bottom and chained in the middle. So the windows, when they would open, open from the bottom just a little bit, but were chained. Mm-hmm. Now, these windows, because it was winter, they were locked. Sure. With uh, the hook and eye. So, and there was no way these could just come open. So as we were working, we're listening to the stories, and uh, all of a sudden, my coworker just goes, you know what, I really don't believe in ghosts. This just sounds so fake. And and I kid you not, without missing a beat, all three windows flew open with such force that I thought they were going to fall
1: Out And it wasn't the, I'm just, it wasn't the weather. No, no wind. No wind. Nothing.
0: Nothing at all outside. uh, Yeah.
1: How old, I'm sorry, Gary, wait, this restaurant was built in the late 1800s, correct? Yes, it was. Okay, downtown Chicago. I don't know if I said Chicago for people that aren't listening from here, but carry on. So the windows flew open, which is terrifying.
0: Yeah, yeah, they flew open and... uh, (laughs) Gave us a little bit of a scare. Yeah. And so my coworker was down again. He's like, well, I guess I believe now.
1: Is that what he said?
0: Yeah. He, yeah. He said, I guess I believe now. And he he was a little bit uh, taken back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was just one occurrence that happened with us in that building. Another one was uh, when we would go in at nights on a Sunday The whole place was locked up with gates and, you know, doors are locked, you know, with padlocks, too. So when we would go on Sundays, we would meet together, go in through the back. And again, like I said, there was just so many gates and doors and locks Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, Really, there was no way for anyone to get in without us knowing because of uh, sensors being tripped, too. Sure. So we get up into the bakery area. I lock us in for the night and stuff and we're working and he was on one half and I was on the other and I heard my name as plain as day Gary <laughs> so I stopped what I was doing and go over and I'm like yeah what did you need And he goes what I'm like you called me
1: and wait 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 and did and it sound fine. like his voice Gary
0: yeah it's no so, not his voice it was just, I just another heard my name
1: you just heard your name but you didn't necessarily recognize the voice but you heard your name okay
0: Right. So I go over there. I'm like, what did you need? Because, you know, with the sounds of, you know, ovens going and everything, you just, you know. Sure. So I walked over there and I asked him, I'm like, so what did you need? And he's like, I didn't call you. I'm like, yeah, you did. And while we're together, we both heard my name called again. Now, again, there is no way for anyone to get in there without me knowing it because of, uh, you know, we have sensors on the doors that ring a bell if a door is opened. And there was no one in the building besides the two of us.
1: Did you? Did he hear it the same day after you went up to him and said, "What do you need"? Or was it? Yeah, a we were standing right the next. Type, I was oh standing looking
0: at him face to face, and we both heard my name called again. And I'm like, "Dude," and he's like, "Okay." <laughs> it wasn't too long after that he quit.
1: Are you serious? Well, hell, I'd be right yeah. behind him. That is that is unnerving. <laughs> now, was it like? In what tone? The way I'm speaking to you now, just like Gary?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Isn't it nice just to just know you were validated? We were face-to-face. Yeah. yeah. Huh? Um, I'm sorry? That you were validated. It'd be one thing if...
0: Yeah. And when I had told someone this, uh, there are others in the building mm-hmm. that believe the past owners are uh, in there. Because they have also had some similar occurrences of hearing their name called and no one's there
1: i wonder and and because it's such an old building i think i read it was like around 1898 uh when it started i think it might have started as a bar first i was trying to do the history on it Um, imagine the amount of people because i think it was in the family for a while that have gone through this building well did you Mm want to quit after you heard your name because i don't know how happy i i would be
0: no, I kept on working.
1: God bless. Okay, what other, oh, my God, this poor guy, what other occurrences have happened there?
0: Uh there just uh, people hearing their name called, uh, you know, bringing something to, like, their station, and then somehow it, it's gone back to where it was. It moved. It moved, yeah
1: very very uh, common with a haunting that it moves i mean did you did you feel a side of being scared threatened or just kind of like no. all right i'm not alone so you don't think anybody was out there to harm you probably was the owners making no. sure that everything was running smoothly
0: Probably, and why do you need this over here? You don't need it. I'll put it back
1: for you. Right, right. You don't need this here. Let me chop that bread for you. I I would be like, do you see the lights? Please go to it and leave me alone. No, I don't know if I would say that, but I mean, I'd be thinking like, when something like that happens, even though I'm a believer, I'm also a skeptic. I mean, I'm a logical woman. I want to figure things out first as most logical People would be like, "Well, maybe that happened because of A, B, or C," but when something so blatant and obvious like that, I don't know do you, do you ignore it? I mean, you didn't, you didn't, you know, provoke it or anything like that. It, it just was. Now, how long did you work there?
0: I was there for about six years.
1: Six years was that your last experience that you had there?
0: Uh, yeah, it was.
1: Did you have any paranormal or supernatural experiences before you worked there?
0: Uh, Well, one day, the uh, house that we lived in on the west side of Chicago, uh, well, it was an old bungalow, you know, in the 40s, 30s. I love those. And one day, my dad and I, now my mom and sister, were not at home. My dad and I are sitting there, and, you know, when someone walks in the game, well, you can hear them walk. Sure. So we're sitting there, and we're playing just video games in the dining room. And we got a strong smell of a woman's perfume. Mm. And then upstairs in the attic, now with the bungalows, you think, okay, maybe a squirrel got in there or whatever. But it was uh, it's it was footprints and it sounded like uh, high heels Ooh. up in the attic. Now, up in our attic was nothing but storage. Right. And so, evidently, uh, we found out that the uh, past owner, the original owner, his wife, died in the house.
1: Oh, hell no. This is what I'm afraid of. I'm looking in the process of, of looking for a house now. When when it says, like, immediate occupancy, I'm Googling death um, to see if anybody died in a Hell no. And you didn't. Wow. And the strong perfume smell, do you know how popular that is with not hauntings, but... Yeah, that that's like a huge sign of a spirit nearby, a, a strong-smelling perfume or flowers or something. That's like the go-to. Did you know that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I no, I didn't.
1: Well, my now you I, do. Like I
0: said, we're just sitting there playing video games. We thought maybe there was a woman in the game, way, but we, my dad looked, and again, because you can hear if someone walks, you know, on the concrete.
1: D- didn't you know so, squirrels were heels? <laughs> Bad joke. Um how big was the um attic? Was it walkable? I mean, where a person can stand? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So it was an actual It was a
0: full full length full width of the whole first floor.
1: And that's and that's the only time you've experienced that. Isn't that weird that you only experienced that once? How long did you live there?
0: Uh, oh god. Wow. I I lived there and I lived with my folks till I got married. So maybe 14 years.
1: Okay. And um, that is, that is crazy. I grew up by Midway Airport in a, I think it's called Cape Cod house. Anyway, they used to be able to have two families live in there uh, where the upstairs was probably another family and then, down, but it was just our house when we had it, there were six of us and they had, you know, it's the kind they have the slanted walls in the rooms those old mm-hmm. houses where the walls yeah. are, like they come to, like you're in the roof part. You know what I mean? It's slanted. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I never saw anything or felt anything, but I kind of always felt like now that I'm out of it, I've looked at pictures when it's gone on the market. I had some weird dreams about it. Just weird. I'm, I'm getting into a weird story, but let's get back to you. So that's interesting. Now you were telling me also... Um, that you had some personal experiences with your family members that had passed away. Could you talk about it?
0: Yeah, of course. Uh, when my mom was very ill with the uh the doctors essentially put her into a deuce coma until they could figure out how to save her, essentially. Because oh, that's how sorry. bad it was. Yeah. Now, on my way home, of course, you know, you, like any normal human being. You're very upset. Sure. You're seeing your mother laying there. You can't do anything to help her. So, but on my way home, I was upset. I was crying. And I had, now my dad had passed away 12 years prior. So now there's been other times I, you know, hey dad, you know, are things blah, blah, whatever. But on my way home, I just said, you know, dad, is mom going to be okay? Now without, uh, I said, you know, just let me know somehow. And as I was driving, uh, one of my favorite songs by Bruce Springsteen came on Hungry Heart, uh, came on the radio, a regular radio station. I didn't have, you know, my iPod playing or whatever. and. As soon as that song ended, the one prior to Hungry Heart, the song just fed right in to Hungry Heart. Okay. And, of course, that freaked me out because that was only like maybe not even 30 seconds after I said, you know, let me know somehow if mom's going to be okay.
1: And you knew when you, you knew you felt it, it, that it was a sign.
0: I'm getting goosebumps now. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay,
1: yeah, I mean, I'm a huge, I talk about this in my shows, Believer of Signs, and I always always get, there are about three songs that are my go-tos that come on when I need them. Always. One is Faith yeah. by George Michael. The other one is Hold On by Wilson Phillips. And then there's a couple of other ones in there, but um, those are like, I should say, my two go-tos that I always know, or I could see clearly now, that one. Um those seem to come on when I need them. And, and when I ask for a sign, did you yeah. feel happy after that? Of course. And now, now you,
0: she's fit as a fiddle.
1: Oh, really? Oh, yeah, so yeah, she's, she's still around. Now. God. Oh, bless her hungry hearts. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that part of the story. Oh, nice.
0: Oh yeah. She, she, it was a battle for her for a couple years. Uh, but, yeah, she's fine now.
1: Oh, good for her.
0: Knock on wood.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, I mean, I believe in all those signs and synchronicities. I see them on license plates. I see them everywhere in repetitive numbers. Now, what would you say to somebody who said that's just the song was just on the radio?
0: Coincidence?
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's fine because well, I don't believe in coincidences. Well, you know. Uh, well,
0: you know some songs, you know, when you listen to a regu- regular radio station anymore, they always get the commercials and they always banter in between songs for just like those minutes or a couple seconds or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So to hear one song in and the other one right. just pick right up, I don't know. For me, it just seems a little odd. You know, it's not like the old days of, you know, listening to rock stations mm-hmm. where you could just hear stations, the musical. From one right into the other. Yeah, like a full
1: album site or something, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, because, wow. you know, recently too, if I can, my Aunt Connie had passed away. Okay. And, uh, you know, my cousins, of course, asked, you know, can you guys write something, you know, whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. So I was thinking about, you know, I'm laying there and I was getting ready to get up you know, to get ready for work and everything. And so I was just laying there thinking about, okay, what are things my aunt Connie loved? Well, she loved the cubs, she loved, you know, uh, the vets. She loved her family. She loved this, she loved that. Well, as I get ready to get out of bed, I notice a notification was on my phone. Now, when I watch, when I'm on YouTube, I watch goofy videos. I don't do music videos. Okay. But I had a notification of a music video that was uploaded to my phone. Mm-hmm. It was, I Will Go to My Grave Loving You by the Statler Brothers. Oh. Yeah. Well, I told my cousin this. I'm like, it just seems odd that I would have that song popped yeah, up. Yeah, right. And she goes, well, the Statler Brothers were, was my mom's favorite country band.
1: Ooh, my, now my hair's standing up, Gary. Yeah, and you and see, you didn't know that that was her favorite band. I did not band, which know makes, that. I yeah. just said
0: it just seems odd that I mm-hmm. would, you know, think about things your mom loved, and here's a song that just popped up on my phone from YouTube, and I showed it to my wife right after I got out of bed. I'm like, look. She's like, so, and I'm like, Tandy, so. <laughs> I just mentioned this to Katerina just now, and she's like, that's her mom's favorite band, and. My wife just sat straight and I was like, what?
1: Well, now all of a sudden her soul was like, huh? Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah so. I mean, you know, some of these things, obviously very, very comforting. Um, I think everybody has these experiences and they just chalk them up to coincidence. Or, I mean, I'm pretty open to it. I mean, I I don't want me let, let me. I'm looking around my room right now. I don't want anybody visiting me, by the way, if you're listening out there. Um, I really don't. Or come talk to me in a dream, but don't be standing by the foot of my bed, because that'll just give me cardiac arrest. I'm not even joking. So my husband's like, why are you doing this show? I said, because I want to talk to people who experience it. But I have experienced things, too, that are, like my mom. My mom's a trip. I spent the night at her house. All my sisters did. all There are five girls and one boy. When we all reached a certain age, you know, 21, of course, we all spent the night. We thought it'd be fun to have a sleepover at my mom's, just like the old days. So I had my contacts out, blinder than a bat. I'm in my mom's bed. We're all sleeping in different parts of the house. And I see my mom walk by, I thought, in her white bathrobe, go to the bathroom. But when she came back, right behind my mom was my mom. There were two identical Mama Urchaks. So I said to my sister, oh, my God. My eyes are really bad. I saw two moms. She goes, so did I. I'm like, "What? shut up. So then I tell my mom the next morning, and my mom says, that's so weird. She said, because my mom mall walks. So nothing's open. You could see your reflection, you know, in the store windows. She said a couple of times that she was walking. She thought somebody was walking very close to her, behind her, but it was herself. So my mom actually saw it. And I'm like, wow, that must be her soul, I guess. I don't know because that was unusual, but my mom's a very good holy Catholic woman. She really is. I'm not surprised that she would see that. I haven't seen it since, but that wasn't a bad thing, but it was a little um, unnerving to see two of her Mm -hmm. walking and, you know, I'm glad my sister saw it because I was going to go see if I had cataracts or something. So that worked out well. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, to the reason when when I put this out there and I want to do this, I love to hear people's stories. I love to hear people's experiences and I think it helps people that may experience these things. Maybe they're afraid, maybe they don't think it's real or to maybe feel validated.
0: Yeah, I don't think I mean, you really shouldn't be afraid. I mean, I honestly believe that that it's not happening to hurt you.
1: No, you those know, no, that, those were not. No.
0: I'm I'm here. Uh, things are fine or you know what have you because uh, you know too when my aunt had passed away her grandson was out hunting in northern Michigan and he had gone up there a couple of nights before built his you know hunter up in the trees his uh, whatever they call it and he wasn't there when she had passed the next morning he went out to his Hunter, the, the what he had built up in the tree, mm-hmm. and there were, uh, there was a cardinal perched up in there. Oh,
1: cardinals are huge. Yes. 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 Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They are. That's a- so. Oh, yeah. He had a cardinal waiting for him that morning.
1: Well, you may think, well, if you don't already think I'm not scary, this will solidify how crazy I am. Was, um, going through something actually this week that was ho- I was hoping was going to happen. It did not, okay? I do believe things happen for a reason. doesn't mean I don't get pissed off or, you know, I'm human. But I really think in the long run things happen for a reason. So I was listening to one of these... Um, there's this guy on YouTube, this astrology guy, I find him quite amusing. So I like to listen to my um, Pisces, my astrology, because he makes me laugh. And he said, this week, this was just funny, you are going to get a sign from spirit, you're going to know it's from spirit, it's going to be a little animal, such as a bird, or something small. Long story short, the first thing that pops up on my um, Instagram, is this one thing that says, people that love you, pray for you, and you don't even know it, stay strong. And there was a little bluebird, okay, right on the bottom of the thing on the bottom of the saying. And I'm like, I'm not going to read into that. Well, then I'm leaving work and I see these two yellow buses and they say bluebird. I'm like, okay, now that's weird. Then since I swear license plates talk to me, there's a license plate that said God's plan for you, Jeremiah, whatever it was. I'm like, oh, this is just too freaking weird. So I look it up and this is before I knew that I wasn't going to get what I thought I was going to get. It said, "For whatever, like you do not know the plans I have for you, or not to harm you, but for your good." Now, how weird is that? <laughs> Isn't that?
0: Yeah, that is weird. A,
1: a string of coincidences. They sent you
0: plenty of signs.
1: My goodness, why? Do, you know, I, I thought I was going to come home, and there was going to be a bird sitting on my bed. I, I don't know. I I didn't understand <laughs> at the time until I was like, "Was that from you?" And I again. I take it as somebody watching out for me. Some people would want to put me in a yeah. weapon. Take your pick on that. But um
0: Have you ever done a Ouija board?
1: Yes, and I regret it tremendously. I didn't know what I was Why? doing. Why? Well, you do it when you're younger and you do it to be silly, most people. Do it, you know, and it's not the board itself that you can get at Walmart it's the intent, and my intent well, we're you know you do things to be silly, but when I think about I read a lot i I watch a lot and I do a lot of research on this stuff. I guess you can pretty much make it out of anything, but if your intent is to contact something, you just have to be careful of who you're letting in. And I hear this over and over from psychics and mediums. Don't open that door because your intention may be good, but you don't know what's slipping through the cracks. Why have you, I mean, I've had a creepy experience, but I take it you've done it and you had an experience.
0: Well, and well, you know how St. Charles has their little haunted places. There was a BNB out there that we stayed at that's notorious. I guess, to be, if you will, haunted.
1: Ooh.
0: And that's where we did it.
1: <laughs> You're as bad as my, me doing uh, it in a graveyard once. Okay, go ahead.
0: Yeah. My aunt, well, the one that just passed away, uh, we all met out there, uh, family and stuff. And she brought her a Ouija board <laughs> and my mom and I did it up in the room. That's supposed to be the most haunted, if you will. And, uh, yeah we were asking questions of my dad and my uncle who both had passed and uh my son, who was upstairs, he was trying to see whether or not we were moving that, he's like, Your fingers are barely mm-hmm. up you right. know it's like you're you guys aren't moving that, and we're like, no
1: no, plus so, if two people moved it, don't you and think and
0: it was only questions okay. though that my dad would be able to answer for my mom.
1: So here's the thing, though, Gary. Do you think that was really your dad? Because then I hear sometimes people could, like, fake you. Sometimes a lot of bad spirits, this is not in your case, come across as, like, little girls and you think you're communicating with a little spirit. Do you really (laughs) feel that was your dad or something?
0: I want to say yes. Good. But, you know, I don't know. Well say yes though. It made my mom feel comfortable, oh, which sure. was you know.
1: Absolutely. But, you know,
0: I always question those things anyway.
1: Yeah, you know, I do believe some people have a gi there are people who have a gift, and I people that really have a gift I don't think would ever tell you anything bad or they would use it for good. Then of course you get your you okay. know what is that Dionne Warwick? Wasn't she wasn't she the psychic <laughs> <laughs> Was it Dion Warwick? I who did the so. psychic yeah, <laughs> She's still alive? Let's contact her. Oh, Dion. God. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is your name? D. Um Dion Work with the flared nostrils. I'll never forget it. I have to see if she's alive. Yeah, whatever that psychic thing was, you know, psychic, I don't know who those people. Yeah, are, but that was her. See, I remember God, these. How many things. years are
0: you going back? Oh my now? God. 80s? Uh, late
1: 80s? Yeah, probably. I mean, those things were wow. just coming out then, kind of funny. But see, the thing about the paranormal too is, it's it's uh, becoming mainstream. Hans Holzer—I don't know if you know who that is—but he was the original ghost hunter, I guess, from the '60s. I didn't know who he was. There was a show on the Travel Channel called The Holzer Files, and it has reopened all the files, like from the '60s, maybe like the Exorcist files and all these things that this guy first talked about. But it was in the '60s; people didn't talk about it as as freely as we do now. I mean, the Travel Channel is my go-to. It's filled with all of them. And so it was kind of interesting to see these modern people open files from like the 60s when this was not really a thing and reinvestigate them. See, I like the investigative part of it too. But I'm a wimp. And if you've listened to my shows, you know that I'm absolutely terrified now to bring something in. I, I uh, I don't need anything following me home. I don't... I'm good. So I like to just kind of talk to people that have experienced them because I'm good. (laughs) That's the way that rolls. But yeah, so I mean, what what are your thoughts before we wrap up on just any of this? Do you have any words of wisdom or things you would not do? Would you do the Ouija board again?
0: Oh, God, yeah, I would do that again. You would? Oh, yeah. Wow! I, I think those are well. I, I again, I, that's where I become this uh, question: the Ouija board. You know, is it really that true or not? So yeah, I would want to do the Ouija board again, and uh, uh, just uh, you know, like I said earlier, don't be afraid of you know if, uh, if some sign shows up or you know. Don't be freaked out.
1: Yeah. I, Accept
0: it. Question it.
1: Yeah. But you had good signs, Gary. You had good signs. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Your, your intentions were good. Yeah. Good signs. And I agree with you. Like, be open to it if you're receiving something from a loved one. But, you know, then you gotta, I think that's what a lot of people are saying, kind of like, watch out. Um, I don't know. When my, my son was probably about 10 months, we would be sitting there. He'd be on the floor playing with blocks or whatever. And he would look to the same corner of the room and, and point and say, DD. And I'm like, who the h- blank is DD. Uh-huh. And then, and you know, kids can't lie. And he was as clear, as clear as day pointing to the same. I didn't feel scared. I wasn't thrilled. I'm thinking it was his, my husband's father that had passed away that never met him. So I would sit there and go, uh, DD, <laughs> would be Um, I really hope you're DJ's grandpa and thank you for checking in thanks DD but uh, you know you're scaring the crap out of me but my son wasn't scared you know DD well one day I'm changing it on the changing table I'm changing his diaper he's pointing behind me DD I'm like oh F no no DD behind me (laughs) so I turn around please no DD very slowly (laughs) and I'm like Dd, if you are of God and light, thank you. Don't take this the wrong way. Please leave. I and, mean, you know, and uh, yeah, so, and even last year once, no, maybe two years when DJ was three, either three or four, this was in my old apartment. I was putting him to bed and he goes, where is it? And I'm, where's what? Where is it? And then he shot off the bed and he runs through the house where did it go? And I said, honey, what did you see? He's like, where did that man go? And I thought, oh crap. I said, I don't know. I'm sure he went to bed, which is where you need to be. And then I like set a rosary after. I'm like, all right. He chased, it, chased him around the um, apartment. He wasn't scared, but my hair stood up on edge. It's just, you know, I'm all talking no action, Gary, but I admit it. I admit it.
0: Yeah, they say kids are very open to that. Being able to uh, see the spirit world, if you will, oh,
1: yeah. for in animals, the kids
0: are able yes. to. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah,
1: they're not tainted. They're oh,
0: especially stri- when my cats at night stare off into space. Especially like, cats. What are yes. you looking at?
1: Yes, I spent the night at my sister's the night before my wedding. Uh, my husband had the place here for the best man, and I was sleeping in her one room, and her dog. Down, you know, like, like he's bowing, you know, the two front paws down, growling and barking and reacting to something on the wall. I'm like, why does this always freaking happen to me on the night before my wedding? Are you trying to tell me not to get married? Growl. And I said to my sister, what is she doing? And this is the sweetest dog, clearly like reacting to something. And I'm like, can I sleep on your couch, please? This is, this is I'm in here alone and uh, there's something on the wall I can't see.
0: Well, my wife had a scare one—not a scare really—but uh, we were at a B and B in Wales, and Wales, ooh. Um, yeah, and we woke up the next morning, and she's like, "I could swear there was a little girl in this room with us."
1: Oh, Gary, ooh,
0: yeah. And again, we weren't scared. It was just like, oh, okay.
1: Especially in Wales. I mean, those towns are, those places are old and beautiful, and have so Uh much history. I can't imagine, like, to to investigate a castle, let's say in Ireland or England, that goes back to like, oh, yeah, that would be incredible. That would be incredible. Do you watch any of? Well, while
0: we were there, I'm sorry, I didn't mean no. That's okay. uh, while we were there, we did visit castles, and my wife, she didn't want to go into the dungeons, oh, to, or they yeah. would torture people, but oh, I yeah. did.
1: Good for you, I'd and go
0: too. I would take a Ouija board in there, huh?
1: Gary, <laughs> you're, you're as nuts as I am, I'm telling you. One time, what, okay, my cousin, she lived in Olympia, Washington. I went to visit her when I was 21, and my mom's a trip. And my mom, we went there. I go, let's buy a Ouija board. Yeah. She lived out in the woods. There was no house nearby. I'm from the Midway Airport. I gangways like you did. You, you walk five inches, you're in your neighbor's house. So this is the way I yeah. roll. She's out in the in the sticks. I'm not used to it. She's got a house, and she's scared to come to the city. I'm like, are you kidding me? You live in the woods. This is a perfect Texas chainsaw massacre story. So anyway, we stay there overnight. We buy the Ouija board and we're trying to contact her aunt. I knew her aunt. To make a long story short, the dog, she had a dog. There's no one around because you're off on a road and there's just trees, is barking and howling outside. And I'm like, that is very odd. Uh, howling and barking and just going nuts. We heard kind of, it sounded like footsteps. I'm like, no, it's not footsteps. It's just, the floor settling. Anyway, I'm sitting there on the couch and I'm frozen in fear. And I feel you saw the curtain move. My mom saw it, and my mom's a big skeptic, big. And so if my mom says it, it moved. And then I felt something brush past my hair. Oh my God! I was in tears. Like they, they. I'm surprised they didn't freeze into little icicles. Tears. <laughs> the next morning. We walk out and there was like a purse, which is weird. Anybody could have dropped it there, but a purse that was like right on our doorstep. Nothing was in it, but it was just an odd little thing to see. But that, you're supposed to say goodbye on the Ouija board, right? It has to say goodbye, supposedly. We never said goodbye. I remember sitting on the plane feeling like that plane was going down and the lady with the purse was gonna take us straight to it. I was very uneasy. Night. I don't she thinks she was talking to her aunt. I hope she was, and I hope she just lost her purse. But you kind of felt the electricity in the room and I loved it, but at the same time I was terrified. I like to be scared, wow. I guess. I like to be scared, I like to be on edge, but then I'm a wimp. Uh-huh. I'm Catholic. I try not to go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, this is a silly conversation, but I appreciate you, Gary, coming on in your stories. And they're well, fun you. and they were relatable and it was a good conversation. So uh, thank you.
0: Well, thank you. Okay. Hang- it was fun.
1: It was Well, then get some more uh, scary stuff and I'll have you back on. (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for listening to On a Quest Paranormal. If you have any spooky stories, please just reach out to me. Uh, Nothing. But if you're going to tell me you were abducted, actually, no, I, I will believe you because I do believe in UFOs. Reach out to me. Thank you for listening and have a great day, night, evening, afternoon, whatever it is that's going on right now. Peace.